welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. My friends, hello. I am so glad you're here because we just have so much to talk about today. We are diving into a surprising benefit of leafy greens, then a super easy way to incorporate more greens into your lifestyle. I am giving you tips to actually wake up when you say you will and to supercharge your morning routine and make it feel fun and exciting. And then I'm answering listener Q&A about allergies and steaming vegetables. I even have a brand new program to tell you about at the end, so let's dive in. It's time for health news you can use, and coming off of last week's episode about muscle recovery, I want to talk about how to actually build those muscles. And it turns out we have a surprise helper here, leafy greens. Of course, you know that I love leafy greens, love recommending them for chronic disease prevention, energy, weight management, digestion, and so much more. But this study shows how much they help with muscle building, and that was a welcome addition to the list of leafy leafy green superpowers for me. Now, I know leafy greens are not always the most tasty, but I also know that taste buds change. And as we eat more of those slightly bitter tasting leafy green vegetables, our taste buds grow to welcome them. I had for breakfast this morning a vegetable kind of like saute with some enoki mushrooms, zucchini, squash, hash, um, no, not hash, turkey, ground turkey uh, into like meatballs. And then it had kale in there as well. It was sauteed in ghee and some other spices. And it was tasty. Maybe 10 years ago, I would have said, oh, the kale is not my favorite, kind of tastes bitter, but I've been eating it more regularly and I promise you, I really enjoyed the taste today. So you gotta incorporate it more to like it. Now, let me tell you about the study. This was published in the Journal of Nutrition in March, 2021, and it comes out of Edith Cohen, Cohen, I think is how you pronounce it, University in Australia. This study followed... 3,759 Australians, and it found that those with the highest regular nitrate consumption from leafy green vegetables had 11% more limb strength. So we've seen studies before on nitrate consumption from supplements or beet juice extract or things like that. This is the first study that I am aware of that is linking nitrate consumption from leafy green vegetables to strength on your body. And it showed great results. 11% more limb strength doesn't sound like a ton. 11% is like kind of a small number, but 11% more strength is giant 
on a day-to-day perspective, think about how much activity that you do, how many things you lift, that if if it were 11% easier, that would turn into uh, not only just an easier life, but also injury prevention, better body composition, longer or better long-term health, all kinds of amazing things can come from just 11% more limb strength. Um, I will note that this is a correlation, not a causation, Uh, but it was not just that, oh, those people who ate more vegetables happened to do more strength training and and then they had more muscles. No, they isolated for that effect. The uh, study, um, uh, people who ran the study isolated for that effect. So it actually was the vegetables here. Um, the most nitrate-rich vegetables, if you're looking to incorporate this, are lettuce, spinach, kale, and beets as well. And the study showed that even just one cup of those uh, vegetables daily increased muscle function. So I really hope this gives you some motivation to incorporate some of those leafy green vegetables into your diet regularly. Not only will you be protecting your long-term health and giving yourself a boost of energy, but you might get stronger as well. It's time for Megan Recommends, and today I will recommend a way to get in those leafy greens without even eating them. Although, let me tell you, I actually recommend that you eat them and take this as well. This is Orgain Greens Powder, Orgain. So if you've been following along for a while, you know I always recommend Organifi Greens Powder, which I still think is amazing, honestly, but it is expensive. And for so long, I've said, I don't have another alternative that's as healthy and as tasty, but I've found a new version that is less than half the price and still has incredible benefits. It is Orgain Organic Superfoods Powder. It contains 50 organic superfoods, everything from sprouted chia seeds to acai to broccoli to turmeric, all kinds of vegetables and herbs and sprouted grains and nuts and seeds and uh, uh, berry superfoods, all kinds of things like that. It also has 1 billion CFU of probiotics in each scoop, which is great. If you've listened to the probiotic episode, you know that I encourage those for your digestion, immune system, etc. And it tastes pretty good. It tastes not quite as good as Organifi, I'm not going to lie, but still good. It is not disgusting. The other one that I used to recommend is Amazing Grass, and honestly, that is just not that good. I'm not going to lie, but Orgain is like pretty good, and you can get this down if it means a bunch of health, energy, um, veggie superpower, digestive support, so many other benefits, you can totally get this down. I actually just drank some today, which is why I'm recommending this product, and I put a little ice in it, made it cold, and like shook it up so it was a little frothy, and it was really good. I actually truly liked it. The mixed berry flavor is sweeter um, and tasty, and the original is like original. It kind of tastes original, Uh, but I like to add two drops of liquid stevia, not very much, and then some ice, like I said, and it's actually pretty refreshing. It gives me a really nice boost of energy in the afternoon. It helps on those days when a veggie pack just isn't a reality, when I don't have the time off of Zoom to chomp on some veggies or whatever. 
I love, as you know, any opportunity I can get to fit in more greens. And this one at $14 for 20 servings, it's so much more affordable than Organifi, which is like $220 or $230 per serving, $2.20 or so per serving. This one's like $160 or something like that per serving. Um, oh, that's not true at all. It's it's uh, I'm doing my math incorrectly. It's less than that. It's like 60 to 70 cents per serving. Um, $14 for 20 servings. Yeah, that's like more like 70 cents per serving. So that's a much more affordable option. I will put the Amazon link in the show notes so you can find the exact product that I am talking about. And I hope you enjoy this. All right, it's time for the veggies of the matter, and we are going to supercharge your morning routine. So if you've stuck around for a while, even before the podcast was a thing, you probably know how important my morning routine is to my personal health, my emotions, my balance, my positivity, my productivity for sure, my happiness, just like my general enjoyment of the day, I truly believe comes down to my morning routine. I can be flexible in a lot of things, but my morning routine is critical for me. If you follow along on Instagram at the Lion Share, I am posting a picture of the quote from my pepper planner every single day. Uh, the pepper planner is a planner that I created several years ago honestly, because it contained everything I needed for my morning routine. It was the only planner. Well, that's not true. It wasn't the only planner I could find because I couldn't find one. So I made one. I needed a planner for me that included my gratitude journal and my schedule and my health tracking and my stress tracking and my productivity and all of the facets of my morning routine and some motivation in the form of a positive quote. I just needed that all in one place. And then I threw in there my weekly meal planning template. I threw in there my goal setting strategies. I threw in there all of the things that you could possibly need to set yourself up for success. And um, I would love it if you want to get your hands on that pepper planner. It is always available at my website. It is at thelionshare.org slash store. Uh, and you can find all of the products that I offer there, the Pepper Planner being one of them. But whether you use the Pepper Planner or not, this podcast episode will be super relevant to you to make sure that you actually get out of bed and start your day in a positive way, no matter what that looks like for you. I firmly believe that my specific morning routine might not be your specific morning routine. If you want to wake up and do a yoga flow every day, or if you want to go for a walk, or if you want to uh, spend 20 minutes journaling. Whatever it is you want to do, I completely support that. I will put a link to the 10 habits that form my morning routine in the show notes as well as uh, a link about this topic that I'll talk about, supercharging your morning routine. But it doesn't necessarily matter what you're doing. It just matters that you take a few minutes of time for you in the morning. Because let's face it, we all know how it feels to snooze your alarm until the very last moment, to wake up feeling frantic, you're rushing yourself through the shower, you're kind of checking emails as you're trying to toss coffee down your throat so that you can wake up. 
you're feeling like the dog's barking, the kid's crying, the oven is blasting, the car has a flat tire, like all the things are happening and you just feel terrible by the time you actually get to start your day. That is literally the opposite of how I want to feel. I want to feel empowered, motivated, balanced, centered, grateful when I start my day so that I can give my best self to my clients. And what that means for me is to spend some time with myself. It's spend some time on reflection, spend some time prepping myself for the day, spend some time in reading, which is my favorite aspect of my morning routine. Um, and, and, and I just feel great. I feel balanced. I feel centered after my morning routine. So I know you've heard other people talking about morning routines. I don't have to get into all the benefits here, but what I hear from people over and over is, yeah, sounds awesome. I just can't actually get myself out of bed and starting the morning routine. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Give you seven tips for how to supercharge your morning routine, actually get yourself out of bed and be able to feel all those benefits that I was talking about. The first tip, gasp, I'm going to take away something that you all know and love probably is to ditch the snooze button. Let me tell you, I used to be a snooze queen. Back in my consulting days, I was a management consultant from 2007 to 2013. I used to snooze nine times. I don't even want to know how many minutes that is, but that was my thing. I used to snooze nine times. Now think about the mental energy that that took to remember, okay, I'm on my eighth snooze. I wasn't really sleeping during those minutes. That quality of sleep when you're snoozing is very poor. I know it feels good sometimes. It feels amazing to snooze and be able to get yourself a few extra minutes. But let's face it, if you're committed to sleeping well, you would be far better off just setting your alarm for the later time, not even playing games with yourself and commit to getting up on time. If you only set one alarm, you will not play that mental game with yourself of, okay, I'm going to get up after the second alarm or after the third snooze or whatever. No, one alarm, no snooze. If you're serious about your commitment, you will get up. You can put that alarm way across the room in another room. You can get one of those rolling alarms that makes you chase it, whatever it takes, but one alarm. The other benefit of ditching the snooze button is that it symbolizes that you are ready to take on the day. I heard this one time many, many, many years ago, and it sounded dramatic at the time, but the person said that snoozing your alarm is just pressing snooze on your life and sending a message to the universe that you aren't excited for what the day has for you. And you know what? I kind of believe this now. When we're hiding under the covers saying, no, 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 I don't want to get up. It's like, no, 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 I don't want my life. Think about your most excited day. Think about a kid on Christmas morning. He just bounces out of bed, just so excited, thrilled for what is to come. And if you had that feeling every day, I don't think you'd hit snooze. So send yourself the message, send the universe a message that you're excited to take on the day and do that by not snoozing. The second tip to supercharge your morning routine is to get cozy. So I'm getting you out of bed after one alarm. Don't need to hit snooze, but I'm not telling you, you got to just jump into your hit routine unless that feels good to you. I love my pink blanket, which you also see on Instagram. There's a 
special pink blanket. My husband's grandmother actually knitted it for me. It's very soft. My dogs love it too because I sit on this kind of low chair, almost sofa thing, and my dogs race. I don't know if race is the right word, but they somehow decide between them who is going to sit closest to me on my lap. It alternates. You can see Maverick's brown dog fur or Riley's more black dog fur in the picture, whoever gets closer to my pepper planner, and the other one's kind of more by my feet. Uh, but they love the blanket too. They know that when I get out the blanket, it's time for introspection. It's time to just sleep for them and to be quiet so that I can reflect. Um, but that blanket is like super cozy to me. I don't change out of my PJs. I just kind of like, you know, cozy up with my blanket, sit on my chair, get my morning routine going, and uh, it feels cozy. It feels easier to transition to that than it would if I had to transition right into work clothes and shower and all this kind of stuff. So find something cozy for you. That might be a mug of tea. That might be a blanket. That might be a sweatshirt. That might be a special area of your house that you sit in. Whatever it is for you, uh, find something cozy. Tip number three is to choose a non-negotiable. So honestly, for the past two plus years, I've been doing my full morning routine 99.9% of the days. It didn't always used to be like this. Um, I used to kind of let my day dictate it. And I personally won't get up before 4 a.m. I know that some people have different preferences that might sound crazy or you might get up earlier or whatever. But for me, if I need to get up before 4 a.m. to get in my full morning routine, I will just shorten it. And luckily in the past two years, I've been able to fit it in all without getting up before 4 a.m. But let's say I had a 5 a.m. meeting. I don't know. That's honestly never happened. Or more realistic, in pre-pandemic times, I had to leave my house for uh, the airport at 5 a.m. or something like that. I always have a non-negotiable. And for me personally, one of my non-negotiables is a gratitude practice. I literally have not skipped a day, a single day of this. I've been in the hospital. I've done multiple different um, things that made this challenging, but I have not skipped a single day of this since I started in 2013 because it's so easy. All I have to do is think of one, two, or three things I'm grateful for every single day. That's it. And then I will take five intentional slow breaths. So sometimes this takes the form of a 10-minute meditation, or sometimes it's just one thing I'm grateful for, five deep breaths, whatever. But for me, those are my non-negotiables. This solidifies the habit for me. So if I just said, okay, it's all or nothing, then some days before I got into the routine of doing it very consistently, it would have been nothing. And I really believe in having a non-negotiable for yourself so that you never say all or nothing. You always can fit in three things you're grateful for mentally and five deep breaths. You can do that no matter what. So whatever your non-negotiable is, choose that and commit to it no matter what. Next tip is to communicate with whoever you live with. So um, when my pink blanket is out, when my pepper planner is out, my husband knows that like if he wakes up, he can come say hi, but this is not the time to, you know, 
review our finances or have a conversation or whatever. Um, He knows what I'm doing when I am uh, wrapped up in that pink blanket. And so do my dogs, like I said. So I get it. Babies don't really understand. But honestly, kids do. I have so many clients with young kids who they have some signal. Maybe it's their pink blanket or maybe it's their uh, light, some lamp is on or whatever. But when that's happening, the kids are... Uh, are directed to entertain themselves unless there's an emergency. I know I'm making this sound easier said than done, uh, or I'm making this sound easier than it actually is to implement. But truly, I believe that you can um, encourage your family to give you the space uh, if you train them over time. If you communicate this thoughtfully, say, hey, mom, dad, sister, aunt, niece, whatever you are, needs 10 minutes of time. And so when I have my pink blanket out, I would really appreciate if you give me this time for me and then I will be fully present for you the rest of the day. Something like that can really help. Uh, Next tip, tip number five, is to blast some positive music. So music is scientifically proven to get your brain into a more positive, uh, more energized state if you're choosing the right upbeat tunes. I have a Spotify playlist that I love. It's a mix of like happy, upbeat songs that kind of make me want to dance or pump me up, a mix of songs that fill me with peace, that feel very peaceful, some like cheesy motivation songs that I love, but whatever it is for you, make a playlist and turn that on. If that's your non-negotiable, I will listen to one positive song every morning. That's awesome. I love that non-negotiable. That is part of my morning routine and one that really uh, sets the tone for the rest of it. Next tip is to write something down. Um, Like I said, the Pepper Planner is amazing. I will post a link to the Pepper Planner in the show notes. And if you're wondering what why I called it the Pepper Planner. This is a common question. Pepper is an acronym. It stands for planning, exercise and nutrition, positivity, productivity, energy, and reflection. Those are all the tenets of the Pepper Planner. Um, So again, I'll post a link to that in the show notes if you want to check out a Pepper Planner. But if not, a post-it note or a notepad or something can be great. I would recommend writing down maybe three things you're grateful for, your number one goal for the day, maybe one big dream or one thing that you want to manifest for the future, something hopeful for you, start there and see how it goes. The last tip is to find your why for a morning routine. So Megan says so, or like I read an article on Forbes.com or something is not a motivating answer to why you want to do a morning routine. Having a why that is really meaningful to you, that's so deep that it's almost impossible to skip this morning routine, that's how you're going to get out of bed every day. For me, it's that I am an anxious person. I have struggled with pessimism, negativity, uh, negative self-talk, anxiety, all of those kind of things that can spiral me into a not comfortable place. And I know that when I do my morning routine, that is not so much of a thing or it's very little bit of a thing. When I start my day with my morning routine, I feel more grateful. I feel more positive. I feel ready to crush my goals. I feel energized, productive, focused. I'm better, uh, more fun to be around. All of that kind of stuff, that is energizing for me. And I know that will get me out of bed. That anxious feeling that I've felt so many times before 
contrasted to that productive, awesome, on top of the world feeling, that's worth it for me. So find your why, whatever that is for you. I encourage you to tap into it, set your intention before you go to bed, decide that you will not snooze and just make it happen. I know you will feel so much better when you do. Next up is listener Q&A. Beth says, my allergies have been terrible this year. Any suggestions? Yes. Actually, Beth, I don't describe myself as really a person who has bad allergies. And even my allergies have been acting up this year. So I feel you. I think at least in Dallas, they've been uh, a force to be reckoned with. And I'm sorry that you're experiencing that. I don't know actually if you're in Dallas or not. Um couple suggestions for you. Local honey can help in small amounts. So of course, I don't want you to, you know, guzzle two cups of honey per day. But if you're getting local honey, the um, bees, the propolis in honey and and other uh, natural components in honey can help uh, be an antihistamine, an anti-inflammatory agent, can help reduce the symptoms of allergies. So a little bit of local honey, a teaspoon or so a day can help. Second suggestion is a nasal saline rinse. So um, this is like a neti pot or I have this bottle that I empty a saline packet in, fill it up with filtered water and uh, irrigate the nasal canal. It's super gross. I never would have done this uh, unless an allergist actually recommended it to me. And I was like, oh yeah, I can get behind this. This is going to help me avoid uh chemicalized allergy medication every day, then I can get behind this. And honestly, it does help. Uh, Eating an anti-inflammatory diet is very helpful because allergies can spur on inflammation. So if you're exacerbating that with an inflammatory diet, then of course you're going to feel the symptoms more. Highly recommend an anti-inflammatory diet to keep those symptoms at bay. And this means lots of leafy green vegetables, which we talked about before, lots of berries, darkly colored fruits and vegetables, lots of healthy fats, and very little inflammatory food, which is sugar, alcohol, processed food, gluten, dairy, etc. Next suggestion would be apple cider vinegar. I drink this every morning, about a tablespoon mixed with four to six ounces of water. I highly recommend it for digestion, blood sugar stability, um, so much more, and it can help with allergies as well. And then last suggestion would be a stinging nettle supplement or nettle leaf tea. Nettle, N-E-T-T-L-E, has some properties that help our body control histamines. Histamines are um, a a part of the allergic response that makes us feel all puffy and itchy and red and not so comfortable, and stinging nettle can help control those. Second question for today comes from Carlin. She says, I remember that one time you said steaming wasn't the healthiest way to prepare vegetables. Can you remind me of why? Um, yes, I don't remember specifically what instance you're talking about, Carlin, but let me riff on this a little bit. First of all, anytime we cook vegetables at all, we lose some of the nutrient content. And at the same time, we make others more bioavailable. The most popular example of this is tomatoes. Um, the, uh, some of the components, some of the nutrients in tomatoes are not activated until they are cooked. Um, that doesn't mean that eating raw tomatoes is bad for you in any way. It just means that, uh, some components are more bioavailable when they're cooked. Some are completely the opposite. Broccoli, for example, loses some nutrients, including vitamin C when it's cooked. 
So I was likely saying in regard to steaming vegetables, I was probably saying that some of the nutrients are leached into the water. The water that is in the container in which we're steaming uh, collects some of the nutrients that are leached out of the vegetables, somewhere around 15%, depending on the nutrient, depending on the vegetable. Vitamin C, which I mentioned, is one that's really hard to preserve, actually, especially at high temperatures. So some of my clients will get around this by saving the steaming water. I know this sounds kind of weird, but you can put it in smoothies. You won't taste it. You can use it in soups. You won't taste it. You can get those nutrients back by consuming that water. You can just chug it, but honestly, it's not that tasty just alone. At the end of the day, I think it really comes down to what you will actually eat. So if steaming works for you, then do it. Don't worry about that 15%. Eating 85% of the nutrients is a whole lot better than eating 0% of the nutrients, which you would get if you didn't eat them at all. So if it works for you, do it. Personally, I find roasted vegetables or stir-fried vegetables far more palatable, but whatever works for you, just do it, Carlin. Thank you both for your questions. For your call to action today, I have a super exciting announcement. I just announced the revamp of my Summer Shape Up, which is a program that I've run eight times with hundreds of women in partnership with Grit Fitness, which is owned by my friend Britt. I am super excited to bring this program back to you, and I know it's a really great opportunity for so many of you listening. The Shape Up is a five-week guided program that combines nutrition and fitness to get you the best results. And this year, we've broken the big team down into small groups of five. So you'll have a close-knit team of women with super similar goals to yours that you can work through the whole program with, and you'll get specific nutrition and fitness guidance for your goals in your small group. You will get tons of nutrition information, fitness guidance, amazing connection. This is some of the best response we get is just the connection, the feeling of community with a group of like-minded women. You get free access for all five weeks to virtual fitness classes and in-person fitness classes if you're in Dallas. We have a kickoff party with a live workout, an on-demand online course with all the information you'll need, weekly small group sessions to give you kind of specific information about your nutrition and fitness goals. We have a private Facebook group. We have so much more. This is really a transformative experience, and I hope you'll jump at the opportunity. We have very limited spots available since we're doing this small group format. We want to make sure that we have enough um, attention to go around and give each person what she deserves. Um, there is just lots of one-to-one personal attention from Britt and I. So you can register now at www.dallasgritfitness.com slash shape up. I will put that link in the show notes and let me know if you have any questions. The spots will fill up. So head to www.dallasgritfitness.com slash shape up to register today. Link will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. 
Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the Lion Share website.